They're like my favorite podcast to listen to. Get a sound check. Alright. Yeah. You have your laughing all over this thing. Dude, I love them. Here we go! It's the Triforce. You know what they say. When you're looking on YouTube and you see that little ad in the corner, doctors hate him. And it's got like a picture of like some youthful person. I just want to know if that's how like the doctors in like Legend of Zelda, like in Hyrule feel when they saw Link wake up after a hundred years looking like a fresh fucking baby. Because I fucking hate him. Because I sleep for 20 seconds and I look like an 80 year old woman. But he sleeps for a hundred years and he look like a fucking baby. Uh, doctor, I'm so in for this. I, lo- I really love the idea. <laughs> Dude, who's the one that's like trying to sell it? Do you think it's like Rivali? It's definitely. Uh, no, I mean, no, uh, Rivali couldn't give a shit. Daruk, yeah, Daruk is uh, definitely. No, it's definitely it. um uh, the the guy who's at all the uh, stables. The- oh shit, Beetle! Yeah, Beetle. It's Beetle. <laughs> Doctors hate him. You see. Huh. Exactly right. Exactly right. Hyrulean clickbait. I love that. Like, so, Beetle's a- just running his own pyramid scheme. Like, <laughs> it's a Triforce scheme. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. We can close the podcast, though. Can we get in on that? Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> He'll message you. He'll DM you. Um, um, in, like, 20 years, you'll be making your own rupees on top of rupees. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I have a question to start this off for the resident Zelda nerd. Uh-huh. So... From my limited knowledge, pretty much every title of the Zeldas, the Zoraldos, uh, before. The Zawardos, yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, I got you. Yeah. Uh, everyone seems to be, like, focused on either an object or a person, right? So, like, um, the Wind Waker was the little thingy. Like, similar? the Twilight Princess, the Minish Cap. Minish Cap, uh, you know, like, there's a few um, exceptions to the rule. Sure, uh, sure. The Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time, Majora's, Majora's Mask. Mask, you know. Um, what the fuck the is a Breath of the Wild? Uh, it's a similar naming convention to, a, a, let's say, A Link to the Past. You know, oh, okay. Like or right. Zelda's advent or Link's Adventure, right, which right, is uh, right. Zelda Between too. Worlds. Link in the past was meant to be a pun, and I think that you should appreciate yes. it. Oh, I do very, very I, much so. But it didn't really focus on a person or a thing per se. It, it kind of focused more on a concept. Uh, I don't know where that concept evolved from where they just know. started being like the legend the boop of the blank of the blank and you the know, blank of blank for, you know like, for a while i've always considered having my own history podcast and well and i'll do it drunk history style while i'm drunk and it's just going to be called a drink to the past a drink to the past <laughs> oh man we are writing that so down unrelated but zach when you do that i would love to be on it as oh. someone who failed history repeatedly so i can just be like it all sounds wrong but you know (laughs) i'll be sober can i be on it and be just the person who's loud enough to convince everything everybody that he knows what he's talking about the guy who says that c is the same it's the all answers are c (laughs) um so yeah breath of the wild wow what a monolith of a game it was unbelievable it was an unbelievable addition to the Zelda series and a first for the series, yeah. which is um, in many which is ways. really cool. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. 
Um, this it, right here says it is the 19th main installment of The Legend of Zelda. Yes, and it's very strange to call it a main installment because it is and it isn't. So, Strap in, folks. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a bumpy ride. Um, <laughs> Colton. Yes. Before we get started. Uh-huh. Uh, we are we are going to lean on you as a as a plethora of oh, knowledge please. as you often are. However, oh, yeah, most definitely. I've only played one game. So true. Yeah. True. I have I played, should have watered up before those. I've uh, played the entirety of Wind Waker, some of Twilight Princess, and Breath of the Wild. You know enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, you played it more than I do. I have played the entirety of Twilight Princess and I started Breath of the Wild. Nice. You know enough. Um, so my thing here is, while we are going to need you, we also are going to need to keep this under a tight hour. So you're going to need to keep your, uh, you need to grab those tangents and, and, and exercise the most strength. Mm. Perhaps uh, it's going to show a lot of courage, perhaps, yeah. to, to bring it out, to it's, bring your wisdom out. Yeah. It's to show us your of, true power. It's going to be a lot of willpower, man. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. So, simultaneously released worldwide for the Wii U and Nintendo Switch on March 3rd, 2017. It was also the last Wii U game. Rest, rest in peace. Wow. Yeah. So, um, do we have anything to say up front, or do we want to launch into the story? Um, I would love to say something up front. I mean, mm -hmm. just to the surprise of nobody. Mm -hmm. Um, I was very excited for this game because the last main Zelda game we had at that point was Skyward Sword. And as much as I enjoyed Skyward Sword, I really did. A lot of people didn't like it, mm -hmm. but I was, a, I was a fan of it. It wasn't super memorable. It was weird. It was quirky. It was cute. I liked it. Mm -hmm. So for this to come out of nowhere, like we were in a Zelda drought for five years and that's unprecedented for a Zelda series. You know, mm -hmm. it's ridiculous. So they they showed the the trailer at the E3 in 2016, and all they showed was just a throw of what Hyrule looks like. Just the grass and the graphics are just so pretty. And then you see Link riding up on Epona. And mm -hmm. the the graphics are just so beautiful like they're not realistic at all no and but they're just so beautiful it's like a painting came to life this whole game extremely pretty it is a very pretty game and the way i would describe it is it's like a perfect mix between twilight princess and wind waker in terms of visual sure it is a perfect middle point and ah my god i just remember you see, you see Link jump up with the ancient arrow, and he's like, he shoots into the screen, and then that's the E3 trailer. That's all we get. Nice. And I'm just like, holy shit. So I was so excited for this game, and normally when I get that excited for a game, you know, I like to overhype myself. You know mm -hmm. me. I'm yes, very, you do. I'm a very oh, yeah. excitable person. I'm like if a, like, I'm like if a Great Dane was a person. Wow. You know what I mean? But like... Does that make sense? I'm going to spend the next few days processing that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, I, I really get excited super fast and super hard for these things. But I always end up getting disappointed because I put it up in my head so far. Mm -hmm. This was the only game that I have, that in recent memory, that has ever not only lived up to that hype, 
but surpassed it. This was the only game I played on the Switch between 2016 and 2018 when Smash came out. Oh my god. Like, I'm, I'm glad you're saying that, because like, this is probably, you're probably the first person I've actually heard be hyped about Breath of the Wild and then say that it lived up to everything. I, really? I mean, yeah, a lot of people yeah. didn't like it because, you know, God forbid people enjoy things. Uh, but it's just, I thought it was a beautiful game. It has its flaws. Yes, it does. God doesn't have its flaws. But overall, if you look at the, the broad stroke of the game, it was nearly perfect. Nearly. Nearly perfect. Wow. I thought it was amazing. Story-wise, it was rich. It was it was memorable. It was thick. It was a it was thick, thick story. It wasn't even that thick of a story. No, it was a thick story. There was a lot of stuff to have to find. You had to really, really go and, and find. Yeah, it. but there was not, there were callbacks to all the other Zelda games, and it was just such a beautiful and fun game. And they didn't. It wasn't handholdy. It wasn't super handholdy like no. a lot of the Zeldas are now. You know, you just you go in there. And the first time you encounter an enemy, they can hit you. They can kill you in one hit. And it's ridiculous. It, it shows you how hard the game is right out the bat, you know? Mm -hmm. And then it shows you you can pick up your own weapons. You can pick up everything. You can knock them out of you can knock weapons out of the enemy's hands and use them. Mm -hmm. It it shows you how to play the game by fire, you know? And I love that. I really enjoy that. Um, is it, does it need a lot of work in the battle mechanics? Yeah. Yeah, it does. I thought the battle mechanics were pretty good. Battle mechanics were good. They could use some polishing. Um, these, the return of the Z target was really good. I really enjoyed that. Um, but I really didn't like how quickly the weapons broke. You know what I mean? I feel like you should get more than eight hits out of a weapon. Sure, sure. Which is the standard. Mm -hmm. uh, some have 12. If you have the durability perk, uh, it's 16 Cult. max. <laughs> Cult. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> I think it needs a little bit more. Uh, a little more durability. Or at least the ability to repair. Uh, okay, ability, you're right. Ability to repair would have been pretty good. Yeah. That would have been I, amazing. I'll agree with you there, for yeah. sure. So, like I said, I'm going to reel in my tangents. Shall but, we... Uh, Shall we dive into the story then? Yes, I. Uh, I'll Rain, just you close it. Up, you got anything up front before we move on? I'll just close it out. Oh. No, I don't. I don't think I have anything to really say. I feel like I'm going to keep my opinions till the end. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'll close As out my statement with. Uh, it's, never played. You know, I just feel like my opinion should come later. Maybe react to the uh, the story. Maybe. Yeah, this please is the do. First time you'll hear the story. Um, yeah. It so, was just like it was a great game. It started out way different than anything else and we're gonna find Link. out how it started Link, wake up oh that's another thing voice Jesus. acting <laughs> yeah right that's like the, that's a first for a zelda it game. is it is wait, absolutely wait a, a first isn't some of the skyward sword voice acted no 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 interesting not at all i, I don't know why i thought that it's weirdly like kind of voice acting like there's more than just grunts oh, you okay. know what i mean Speaking so. of grunts, Link's probably grunting as mm. he awakes from a deep sleep I in a, a chamber full of water, and a mysterious woman's voice guides him to discover. Yeah, so mysterious. Uh, the uh, <laughs> etch, the uh, a small uh, rectangular object known as the Sheikah Slate, as well as the way out of the Shrine of Resurrection to what has become of the ruined Kingdom of Hyrule. 
this was amazing. I really like the Sheikah Slate. I thought it was fun because in Zelda games, they all gave, they gave you all these little shout outs to the hardware that you were using to play the games. In Ocarina of Time, they gave you a rumble stone, mm -hmm. you know, which when you turn it on, it allows the rumble pack to work on the N64 controller. Uh, in Wind Waker, they gave you the Tingle Tuner, which is a Game Boy Advance uh, with uh, with the ability to call a Tingle. Uh, in, uh, I believe in Twilight Princess, they gave you a similar thing, but it was, um, it was like a Wii, it was a, it was like a Wii, nun, not nunchuck, but like a remote. remote. Yes, yes, yes. It was supposed to be reference to the Wiimote. Uh, in, uh, Breath, in not Breath of the Wild, in Wind Waker, the remake, uh, they replaced the Tingle Tuner with the Tingle Bottle, but you, uh, when you go there, you get something like the Wii U map. You uh -huh, know, uh -huh. I think it's really, really cool. In Four Swords, you get a little Game Boy Col Advance. Colton, it's Colton, cool. Colton, Colton, okay. And then, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, you're going to have to do that a lot. Okay, uh, so, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> um, and then in this game, they give you a Switch, wait. which is the Sheikah Slate. Mm -hmm. The Sheikah Slate. I really, really Sheikah like switch. that. The Sheikah Switch. Um, outside, Link meets an old man who after uh, some, you know, you kind of have to talk to him and then you need his... Um, glider or something so you do some shrines which are like little puzzles yeah they're like um mini dungeons yeah. almost and uh it turns out uh when he asks him to meet him at the top of the temple of time it turns out that the old man is in fact the spirit of the deceased king rome bosphoramus hyrule yeah what a fucking name what a we name the title Right? Link learns that from King Rome that 100 years prior, a great evil known as Calamity Ganon rose up and laid waste to the kingdom and its people. Unable to be defeated, it was sealed within Hyrule Castle where the ruins of the land were ravaged by nature over time. Although trapped, Calamity Ganon has grown in power and Link must defeat it before it breaks free once more and destroys the world. All right. What I'll, this definitely leaves out is Zelda's role in all of this. Yes, uh, 100%. So I will, I'll go back and I'll fill in... There was a little bit to fill in there. There is a little uh, bit to fill in, and I am filling it. Yeah, you know? so I'll talk about the gameplay. I'll talk about how it introduces, you know, the mechanics of the game. We are not and, at the gameplay section just yet. Uh, yes, we are. We are past the gameplay section. <laughs> uh, so you have already gotten all the Sheikah Slate upgrades. So you've gotten the Stasis, you've gotten the Cryonics, you've gotten the Bombs, and you've gotten the Magnet. So uh, game, Gameplay. Gameplay. Yeah. It's down here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's, a that's a dumb article. <laughs> By the time you meet King Rome, you have already completed the four shrines. Mm -hmm. So, like, all right, so this this was really, really cool. It really just, it was such a different thing than any Zelda game that had ever come before it. So you wake up in this pool, and when you get out of the pool, you get the Sheikah Slate. You do a tiny little puzzle there, and... When you go, you actually have to break the boxes and you actually have to get clothes, which is... Sure. Never had to do that in Zelda. You wake up butt-ass naked. Like, you, you're just wearing boxers. Like those... The Wind Waker pajamas. Just yeah. those Sheikah, those Sheikah Stitch boxers, man. Like, they're just ridiculous. So, you could choose to go the entire game fully nude. Yeah. If you'd like. I mean, those are those speedrun strats. So. <laughs> those are definitely... We'll talk about speedruns at the end because they are fucking absurd. Yeah, um, I don't know how anybody's been doing that. Yeah, I don't know why people... like. I don't know how people could dedicate that kind of time. But So you get the clothes, uh, and they offer little bits of defense. 
you actually see when you pick up the old Hylian shirt and the old Hylian trousers, they have little ones near them, which is to signify they are defensive. You know, mm-hmm. so that's an introduction to that mechanic. I really like that armor system. Yes, an armor system, which is new. So yeah, because like in previous Zelda games, you would have like the boots that like serve yes. a certain purpose, like the iron boots to yes. weigh you down in water and that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. And you don't particularly need those in this game, which I think is really cool. Yeah. You can't really dive in this game. Not true. Which is. No. Like it's, you can swim a bit. But you not, swim a bit, but not, not too long. So you get the Sheikah Slate, and you find out that it has all these fantastic powers. You know, it was the key to the Sheikah's, uh, the Sheikah's technology, and you find out that the Sheikahs were actually these ridiculous techno wizard ninjas. Yes, man, Super how cool. like, they're so fucking cool. So you go out and you see just the landscape of Hyrule, beautiful. Everything is quiet. There's not a single thing happening, you except, know, except for far off in the except distance. Except for far off in the distance, <laughs> you see Hyrule Castle. Is literally like, man, is it like apparent? So you see Ganon, and Ganon in this game is weird. He's not like, uh, he's not Ganondorf. He's not Ganon as we know him. Like the pig um, Ganon. He's kind of the yeah. pig Ganon. Sure, in a little, in a sense. Have either of you watched the movie Fern Gully before? I have not. Rain? Both of you to assume I watch movies. Okay. Well, ever, never mind. Uh, but uh, there's almost like a smog villain in that movie. It's a great little animated movie about saving the forest. Okay. But there's like a smog villain voiced by Tim Curry, and Calamity Ganon really reminds me of that. So, like, he's almost yeah. like a cloud or like yeah, he's a storm or something. He's just like this cloud of what's called malice, they call malice. it. Like, yeah, it's just this goopy... This black and red substance that's just like, ugh, it hurts you when you touch it. It slows you down. So yeah. he's and just that. And me too, Ganon. Yeah. Me too. So the whole thing about him is that he had shed his human form. He had shed his Gerudo form Ooh. to assume ultimate power. Ooh. Which is, Ooh. yes. Ooh. Pick yes, me. I'm Pick picking me. you. Pick yes. me. Right. Yeah. So if I remember correctly, the... Uh, kind of Ganon gets like reincarnated in a cycle. Yes, he right? does. And just like cycle... Link and just like Zelda. Right. And that's the Triforce, you know, all the, you know, hey, yes. Triforce. Uh, but like, you know, th- that timeline gets established in Skyward Sword, right? That's the one where Ganon gets yes. getting, getting yes. reincarnated. So this That is... was the first Link and the first Zelda. Right. And then this is uh, 10,000 years later after that. And then. Like a hundred years ago, some shit happened and you've been asleep. Yes, uh, the Great Calamity, which is what mm-hmm. happened a hundred years ago. Which is what we're getting a game about, by the way! Yeah. I'm very excited. Um, Two Breaths of the Wild. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a Hyrule Warriors game. Gulp of the Wild. <laughs> Sharp <laughs> inhale of the Wild. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, where you see, you kind of get a glimpse of what happened with Ganon, you know? Then you go in and you have to do these shrines and these shrines unlock these powers that the Sheikah Slate has, which is really cool. You know, you had the you have the bombs, which are quintessential to every Zelda game ever, but you get two types of bombs. There's the round bombs and the square bombs. The square bombs obviously don't go anywhere and the round ones do. So it mm. yep. allows for different uses and different puzzles. 
Um, then you get something called stasis, which allows you to freeze an object or enemy in time for a short amount of time. And if you hit it's said object while it was in uh, stasis, it launches that, uh, that object with the force you hit it with. And yeah. I think that's so fucking cool. Um, you get another power called cryonis, which is, uh, it's you just you have to go on a body of water and it creates a pillar of ice. You can create up to three at a time, and I think that's really cool. You can climb up on them and you just use them to solve puzzles. And then you get another one called the magnet or magnesis, I think it is. It is magnesis, yes. Yes. Uh so magnesis is any metal object you can kind of fill in the fucking gaps. It's you just <laughs> pick it up, you pick it up, move it around, throw it, do whatever you want with it. Right. So uh, this includes weapons as well, mm -hmm. uh, which is really really cool. So there's some real cool puzzle tools, and uh, mm -hmm. you learn some interesting mechanics about the game just trying to get to these shrines. Uh, you learn about, I believe, the bomb shrine is the one where you have to go near a uh, half dead guardian. Uh, yeah. which the guardian yeah. is buried in the ground and then it awakens and it shoots these devastating lasers at you. And they are so powerful. If you have eight hearts, they will take you out in mm -hmm. one hit. The so, it's ridiculous. So you have to fight. You, you can either fight that or you can choose to run away. Most of the enemies that you encounter, uh, you have to run away from at the very beginning of the game because God, no, are you not doing that? Mm -hmm. So... Well, man, I have been playing this game wrong, then. Yes. Uh, you've been playing at the uh, the speedrun uh, barbarian link, kind of. <laughs> just, just... I mean, listen, man, <laughs> I will fucking... only be traveling by tree, and uh, I have attacked <laughs> every enemy that has come near me. So very clearly, I am not just naked playing man. this game with a lot of thought. So naked man beating up legendary death machines with his bare hands. Yeah, so. I That's have the a thing. stick, and I'm not afraid to use it. That's the thing. The, uh, the guardians were created by the techno the ninjas, yeah, uh, way back in the day to help fight Ganon to uh, help. Uh, I don't know. Gird the uh, oh, the Sheikas. You know, that's what after they were escaping the confines. Well, of the I'm Great not done Plateau. yet. <laughs> Yeah, you won't be done if we sit here for a month. <laughs> I will be done in a bit. Just give me a goddamn second. So, um, Colton, we don't have three weeks. I, I promise it won't be long. Okay. So, it introduced another cool mechanic in this game, and that is temperature, which is something that is detrimental to Zach. You all right? <laughs> I can't believe we have this rich narrative in front of us. You want to talk about temperature? Yeah, I do. I do. You know, if we're going to talk about anything, the temperature brings in probably the real selling point of this game for me. Uh-huh. You can cook. Yep. And the only thing I want to do is 100% the recipes. Thank you. Oh, so it's it's so cool. Uh, yeah. So that introduced, uh, that introduced the factor of, you know, biomes in the game and also introduced the need for cooking, which is... Mm -hmm new to zelda you don't restore hearts the same way you don't get hearts you don't get hearts from enemies anymore you get food or you get meat or you kill animals and you get meat and you go, and you go to the pot and you cook the meat and oh my god <laughs> so like that's how you do it and the more the more things you cook the better the meal the more hearts it restores right. and sometimes meals do effects like you get um 
different types of mushrooms. Like you get the the speed room. I don't forget what it is. The silent mushroom. Yeah, silent mushroom helps uh, increase your stealth. Um, the sun shroom, sun shroom, frost shroom, chill shroom. Yeah, chill shroom and the zap shroom. Zap shroom. Yeah. yeah so uh, you get all those. They they do different things based on what they are. Uh, you cook them into dishes, and they give you these little bonuses. Yeah. So if you don't, if you go into a biome without a certain type of bonus, uh, you take damage over time, and I think that's really interesting. You know, you get you have to go into the little cold part to get the cryonis mm-hmm. uh, power up, and. Because Link's only wearing his fucking undies, uh, it's a little cold up there in the yeah. mountains. So you have to you find the chili pepper and move on. Exactly, you get the chili peppers. You cook them, and it gives you heat. Uh, gives you cold resistance. So uh, let's 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 find out. Yeah, I'm pretty much somebody, done about somebody who's going to give Link some clothes. I am pretty much done because uh, just like it is in the game, we took a while to get off the Great Plateau. After escaping the <laughs> confines of the Great Plateau, Link is encouraged to meet with the wise Sheikah Elder Impa to learn about the Guardians and the Divine Beasts. 10,000 years prior, these machines were created and successfully used by another hero and another princess to defeat Calamity Ganon. Not another one, it's the same ones. But, uh, but throughout the ages, knowledge about the ancient technology was lost until excavations in the Hyrule Kingdom brought about by King Rome... Um, brought them to light once more, coinciding with the expected return from a Sheikah fortune teller of the return of Calamity Ganon. Yes, so the Sheikah had kind of lost their techno-wizardry ways, uh, but then they got them back uh, with the help of people like Robbie and Pura. Uh, So I really, really like that, uh, that they're kind of just excavating their own technology and trying to figure out how to use it again. Yeah. Which is really cool. Um, so Impa, they're they're right now they're a very like traditional ninja village almost. Yeah, I was about to say they lost the tech, but they leaned hard into the ninja stuff. Oh yeah, like I love Kakariko Village. Another name that keeps popping up in every single Zelda game is Kakariko Village. Impa always pops up in every Zelda game mm-hmm. in some respect. Um, so you have to go to Impa. And before you do that, you have to, uh, I believe you have to tame a horse, which is something that you do along the way to Kakariko Village. You can do that. You uh, can? Yes. Uh, that's another mechanic that was introduced oh to this game, God. is finding uh, finding your own damn horse and uh, taming it. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. Yeah, it's yeah, a cool yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got, to, you got to go to the stable, give it a name. Yeah. Give it and change its hair. And ha- you have different mounts you can find as well. Like later in the game, you can get a skeleton horse if you want. I loved the skeleton horse. Uh, you bring it to the stable and the guy this has a fucking stroke. He says, fuck you. Well, that's fine. He'll yeah. have to learn to live. So funny. You can tame the spirit of the forest, which is like those little like glowing bunnies. Uh, you can find their master, which is like a two-headed horse demon. And you can bring it to the stable, and he has a, like a conniption. It's hilarious. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. um, and that is something you can do on the way to Kakariko Village. Yes, it is. And right before you go to Kakariko Village, you meet uh, you meet a very important uh, Kokiri boy. Um, oh my God, what was his name? Hesto. 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 And do you meet him now? Hesto. Hesto with a U. With a U. That's yes. it. I'm right. You are. I am right. Hang on. Perhaps uh, if we go, go a little further. Yeah, please, because I don't know if that's correct. It is, but okay. Uh, hold on. I just picture Zach reading this off the page and just Colton being like, "I'm literally." You're not right, and Zach's like, 
I'm, I'm staring at it, man. <laughs> if if that oh if that God. is not our relationship in a nutshell, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Am I right? You're right. Are you, you are cutting this out? Or are you you are, this no, in? I'm keeping it in. Okay, you are 100% right. Fantastic. So it has to. Uh, mm-hmm. You meet him. I'll remember this day. And he's just this giant tree looking thing. And you meet him. And he's like, wait a minute. You can see me? So, because, you know, they're supposed to be spiritual forest children. And you find out he's a member of a tribe called the Kokiri. And they're little tree people, little tree spirits. And he gives you the ability to. Upgrade your weapon stash, your shield stash, and your armor stash, uh, which means you don't have to... Bow stash. Oh, bow stash. You're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're right. Um, so you can pick either one of those to carry more weapons, carry more bows, or carry more shields. Um, and not only that, but you introduce the Kokiri into the game, and they become very, very important later in the game. Um, um, now, for those who might not... No, those are also known as Koroks. Yeah. Yes, uh, they are Kor. Oh yeah, they're Koroks in this game, but they're fucking Kokiri. So you know that's the whole thing. <laughs> oh. um, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah. I push your push your glasses up the bridge. <laughs> <your nose. laughs> <Do it. laughs> uh, so um, I have to do that to myself because I was in fact point that I am very lost. Yeah, I was very wrong by calling them Kokiri, so they're Koroks. I was just trying to get through the story. Um, Yeah, so the Koroks are little leaf people. They're little leaf people. They're adorable. That's all you gotta know about them, I think. uh, You just gotta collect the seeds that are scattered around Hyrule. You do these little mini puzzles. and You you almost have to play hide and seek. You gotta find them. It's It's adorable. It's very cool. And then they become very important later. So after you meet Hestu, what happens? You don't, because it's not in the recap in the order, but I'm glad you brought it up, though. Yeah, you go to Kakariko Village. That's what happens. I don't think you meet him there. You do. You meet him right outside Kakariko Village. You're probably right. <laughs> um, that part I know. The leaf thing, or right? Okay. Are we talking yeah. about the leaf? Guy? He's the big. He's the big leaf dude. Let's let's go through. Well, with the maracas. Let's go through the whole rest of the story, and then you can fill in any gaps you yes, hear. Absolutely. Do Kakariko Village and then I'll fill it up. It doesn't, it's not working like that. It's going pretty much overall the main storyline. Oh, okay. The Guardians were reactivated and four champions were chosen to control the Divine Beasts. Oh, the best. The Zora, who are fish people, uh, their princess Mifa piloted uh, the elephant uh, ancient divine beast known as Varuta. Mm -hmm. The Goron, who are like stone rock bros... Yeah, basically like, you and me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, the warrior Daruk, uh, who My piloted boy. the salamander lizard. Yeah, I would say salamander. Ancient uh, divine beast known as Varudania. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, I'm going to save her for last because she's the best. Uh, the Rito, who are bird people, uh, kind of like Arakokra. Um, Archer Ravali, who Ugh. piloted the bird... Divine beast known as Vameto. Uh Rivali obviously being Bird Sasuke. We're all in the room. Yep. Like, that's the only other character I know. Bird yeah. Sasuke. It's, it's Bird there Sasuke. I, I referred to him as Falco because he has like the same voice and the same attitude mm-hmm. and everything. And I just, yeah. Sorry. Um, I prefer the egg. The, uh, <laughs> the Gerudo chief Urbosa. And oh, yeah. Uh, the Gerudo are an all-female desert. You know, Amazonian. Yeah, race. pretty much. They're they're desert Amazons. They're awesome. They're the fucking best. All, love them. A mainstay in Zelda, and please don't ever go away. The like, chief of the Gerudo 
Urbosa, Urb- who is my queen in all aspects. Like, love her. You want? Do you want a strong character? Love that's Urbosa. Do you love want? Urbosa. Do you want to lead your nation? That's Urbosa. Love Urbosa. Like good God. Um, all the while, Zelda, Princess Zelda, was unsuccessfully trying to gain access to her own prophesied powers to seal the darkness that she inherited from her mother. A company is accompanied on her quest by a, a knight, the Hylian champion, Link. Hey! So, Link gets chosen by King Rome alongside the Guardians to be, uh, basically Zelda's entourage. Like okay. her bodyguard, her personal bodyguard. Link much. is her personal bodyguard, but, pretty like, much. Zelda works with all of the people doing the Divine Beasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they work with the champions. Link is like the, uh, like... If they have the four remotes to the two, the divine beasts, yeah. he's got like the master key. Is the master you know? key? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I love that. Um, and Zelda is trying to do some magic power stuff that she yeah. basically is kind of flying blind with. She doesn't really know what to do, and therefore is kind of struggling. Yeah. Um, when Calamity Ganon ultimately attacks, it devastated the kingdom of Hyrule. Uh, by taking control of the Divine Beasts and the Guardians and turning them against the Hyruleans. As Could you le- fucking imagine? Yeah, that must suck. Like, they had... Now, when when they're, when they're he's saying Guardians, we're not talking, like, 20 of these spider... Giant spider robots. Spider tanks, shoot, yeah. Spider tanks that shoot lasers at people. We're talking about thousands yeah. of these. Yeah. Literal thousands of them. There's so many. And they just... All out of nowhere, Ganon's just like, mine. And he took all of them. He took all four divine beasts, which were supposed to be like the BBEG guardians. Mm -hmm. All of them. And he just started tormenting all of the, the lands where they came from with their own divine beasts. It's insane. I, I kind of respect how... How inventively evil Ganon managed his... Always. He is always on the top of his fucking game when it comes to being a villain, man. (laughs) And, like, just once they lost the Guardians, that was it. They were donezo. And I just... I can't imagine being in that situation. And luckily, we don't really have to imagine it because we're going to be in it once the fucking Calamity Hyrule Warriors comes out. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited... Uh, I mean, it's just such a cool story, you know, that he can, we never saw Ganon work with machines, you know, we never saw real machines in Zelda Mm -hmm. and the fact that Ganon can just be like, these are mine now. Thank you for building these for me. They're mine now. So what do you do against that? It really sows the hopelessness of this situation. It's really good because this came out in 2017 and Avengers Endgame came out in 2019. So I think Ganon did the, the snap before anybody else. Oh, yeah, he did. In a much different way, but really he just like devastates the population. Absolutely. Um, in the blink of a fucking eye. So as a last resort, Zelda um, kind of taking in stock of the yeah. events. <laughs> being like, oh, being fuck. Like, okay. <laughs> Things are not going well. Um, is he able to gotta, place? <laughs> gotta be honest, guys. It's not great. He's got, <laughs> he's got us on this one. Um, uh, he's she is able to place the gravely wounded Link in the Shrine of Resurrection and use her awoken sealing powers to trap herself and Calamity Ganon in Hyrule Castle. Yeah. By the way, this at this point, 
Um, Link is pretty much dead. You see him like completely mangled and cut up and just broken. And Zelda is too. And she uses the last of her power to kind of put him in there. And at this point, the four champions, they're dead. They are big dead. Big dead. Like big dead. And <laughs> in the ground. <laughs> just that's so fucking scary. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Zelda has not been one to shy away from a good murder. No. But not at all. This felt like very personal. This was very personal. And like you kind of discover it as Link does. You kind of have these memories and they come back to, to Link. And you like kind of get to experience the, the story retroactively. Yeah. Whereas we're telling it in a conclusive order. And you know, it's, it's really different than Ganon has acted in every other game since. Because, you know, Ganon usually likes to, kind of likes to have some fun with it. You know, he likes to enjoy himself. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. He's a little indulgent with his things, and sometimes it fucks him up. You know, that's that's kind of the reason he doesn't win. So, but this time, you see just how calculated and how driven Ganon is to just fuck up Hyrule as hard as possible. That he's not trying to have fun with this. He's just like, okay. We're going for the kill 100% of the time, all the time. <laughs> so, like, that's so fucking scary. Yeah. he's. It's like, what do you do against, like, just What do you fucking evil? do? What do you fucking do that you just made this entire army, he turns it against you, kills your champions, and... What? Pretty much, if it wasn't for Zelda, like, Hyrule would be. Fucked. Yeah. I mean, Hyrule is pretty much fucked. But, but like, utterly like obliterated. fucked, fucked. Raised to the ground. So, that catches us up to the events as they happened 100 years ago. Link is obviously waking up now. As Link sets off for his quest to defeat Calamity Ganon in order to free Zelda. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. He is asked to investigate the fate of the Divine Beasts and their former champions. So... The Divine Beast, as well as all the Guardians, which are kind of like mid-level, I mean, obviously not mid-level, mid-level for this game, mid-level enemies, like you, you fight them a lot, there's a lot of them out there, you can avoid them, but the Divine Beasts are almost like, are, are where the boss fights are before yeah. before Calamity Ganon. You go into each one, there's like kind of like a setup to each, and then you go inside, solve a bunch of puzzles, and then fight that element boss. Yeah, it's basically you're solving a Rubik's Cube from the inside out. And I think that's a really interesting mechanic. You know what I mean? Yeah. I haven't thought about it like that. That was pretty good. You're basically going in and flipping switches on the inside of this giant machine. And then you have to go and expel the evil that's that's in the machine. And once you expel the evil, you fight it in a form of Ganon, which is weird. Every boss is a type of Ganon. Like, Ganon is an archetype Let now. Let's <laughs> <laughs> like, um, see, so it's Thunderblight. Thunderblight, which are Wind really blight, cool. Um, Fireblight and... Waterblight. Waterblight, Ganon. Yep. Yeah. So, obviously, uh, water is the Zora Ganon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what's weird, what's really, really cool... Just list them all, and then we can talk. Yeah, Water Blight uh, is the Zora one. Fire uh-huh. Blight is the Goron one. Wind mm-hmm. Blight is the uh, uh, Rito one. I forgot. I don't know why I forgot that. Rito. Uh, the Ritos. Uh, and the Thunder Blight is the Gerudo one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really think it's cool that Ganon sent, you know... 
all of their advantages against them. You know what I mean? Like, That's cool. You know, really he cool. sent a water monster to fight Sidon. He <laughs> sent water water monsters to fight the Zora. <laughs> Are you, why isn't Thunderblade Gan in there? Yeah. <laughs> you know it what is I mean? a little weird. I like, guess it's because those were representative of each culture, and then Ganon took them over. Yeah, Ganon took them over and was just like, watch this, I can do you better than you. I don't think he could put Naboris in, in like, the Zora Domain, No, I'm, t- I'm saying that, like, he, that if he could make those, if he could make those creatures, why couldn't he send Thunderblight to the Zoras? Oh, okay, you know? you're telling about the placement within... Yeah, the, why couldn't he send yeah, Water Blight to the Gorons? You have a point, you have a point. Wind Blight to the Lightning. I hate to see it, but you, you have know? a point, you know? So, I, I, can't, I can't say anything else. I th- and, But it really does highlight how powerful Ganon is, because you're right. He took over their cultures. He took over their their ways of life, and he's like, watch this, man. I can do you better than you. Uh, yeah, that's true. But like, they were also inherently suffering. Like, yeah. as a result, uh, their ultimate goal, however, remains to reach Calamity Ganon and free the trapped Zelda before the whole world is laid to waste. If the entire kingdom, uh, with the entire kingdom of Hyrule before him to explore, it is up to Link himself to decide how he wishes to fulfill his foretold role as the Hylian champion, which is mostly screwing around while Zelda holds back Ganon with all of her might. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, I saw a really good video about that. It was, uh, it was like the end of, uh, <laughs> it was the end of Breath of the Wild, and Zelda comes out and is like, thank you for saving me, Link. No, I just have one, because she has a line at the very end, she's like, I have one question to ask you, do you still remember me? Uh, but she goes, I have just one question to ask you. Do you remember when you were going around looking for the giant horse? You took three days to get this giant horse. You named it Scrappy-Doo. You got the giant horse and you named it Scrappy-Doo while I was holding back Ganon with all of my power. I could have been dead, Link. For a hundred Scrappy-Doo. <laughs> for a hundred years. What's one more day? Like it really is that, and I think about that whenever I'm just fucking around in Hyrule. Like it's just sounds like it hold out for one more day. I want to go race chickens. (laughs) Yeah, I want to go. I want to go bowling in the mountains. Like sounds like it wait a day. (laughs) Let's do the gut check challenge. Oh yeah. Let's ski down a mountainside. Oh, so fucking funny, dude. Let's go look for Korok seeds. Yeah, I'm gonna grind for all 999 Korok seeds before I even touch Hyrule Castle. Oh, God. Get out of here. Um, Well, that's all they have to say about the story, but I feel like we could probably chew on the relationships within the champions a little bit more. Yeah, let's do that, because they're kind of just like, they're like Link's homies. Yeah. You know, I really think that was a, a really cool addition. And to have a champion from each culture was really, really cool. I, we never really got that. We never really got a Goron champion. Well, we did uh, in Ocarina of Time, but we never saw him do anything. Mm. You know, Darunia did nothing. You know, he was just kind of there. He, we saw him go into the Temple of Fire. We were told that he beat the dragon one time. And that's it. Wait. What's the guy's name? Darunia. Isn't the Goron 
Divine Beast Varudania. Yep. Uh, so they have oh, uh, cool. <laughs> all the all the little Goron lakes are named after uh, famous Goron champions. That's cool. Uh, they actually have a, a Lake Darunia, uh, which is really cool. Uh, Va Meadow is uh, Medley from uh, Wind Waker. Nice, my girl. Um, Ruta is oh, yeah, Princess nice. Ruto uh, from Ocarina of Time. Nice. And. Um, Naboris is Naburo from Ocarina of Time. Nice. So that's which, pretty cool. Yeah, it's very very cool. That's what she said about uh, the little the little nods and homages that it has. Yes, uh, a lot of the Zora lakes are named after other famous Zoras. Uh, you get a lot of famous Gerudo uh, references in the actual Gerudo Desert. Um, and I didn't really take a very long look at the Ritos, but um, <laughs> I'm sure we could find. Some nods to the Postmasters, uh, some nods <laughs> to Dragon Roost Island. Uh, the the song of the Rideau Village is a recomposed version of the Dragon Roost Island theme song. Uh, it's so good. Um, but yeah, I, it's just it's real. As if you're a Zelda game, if you're a Zelda fan, like a real Zelda fan. Mm-hmm. Everything in this game is just gonna tickle you, you know. Even, just, if, even if you really weren't, because I wasn't, yeah. and I really enjoyed it. The Zora's Domain is uh, the music is lifted directly from Ocarina of Time. Um, hey, it's so good, and then they have the Goron City theme song. If you're going to the Goron settlement, like the ah, it's so cool. <laughs> I'm sorry, I like to gush. <laughs> This game is so cool. You're like a pack of gushers from 1999. Oh, left out. man. You're gushing all over the place. Bro. I love this fucking um, game. Is there anything you want to say before we go on to talk about the open world aspect of the game? The open world aspect was really interesting. Really cool. Um, you could climb on everything. Yes. Like literally everything. And you got a stamina wheel, which normally I hate, but... I mean, in a game like this, it's incredibly necessary. Yes. Skyward Sword, it was not fucking necessary. You did not need a stamina wheel in Skyward Sword, but you did need one here because you had to climb. You got to climb obstacles, and if you could just be, since you can climb on basically every surface ever, if you were able to indefinitely climb, it would just break the game. Sure. So. And it you, wouldn't be realistic. It's like him actually getting tired from doing these things. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. And even with the, um, even with some of the weapons, you get these, uh, these super attacks, quote unquote. Like, you know, you can spin yeah. the clubs around. Sure. You do the little jabby thing with the spears. Uh, <laughs> like, you get a stamina wheel for that. Um, because, you know, Link is a person too. He gets tired. Right. So then you get those fruits and the, the meals come back into play where you sure. can boost your stamina and you can overheal your stamina. It's cool. There's so many different foods! Breath of the Wild features a vast open world for Link to explore. Most of Hyrule scenery is accessible by walking, paragliding, or climbing. While the game still includes barriers such as weather effects, inhospitable environments, or strong enemies, many of these can be overcome by using food, like we were talking about earlier, yes. effective weapons, or, or and armor, or finding alternate routes. The world also includes an elaborate physics system that allows for creative interactions, e.g. cutting down a, a tree and using its trunk as a raft on the river, setting grass ablaze and spreading the fire with wind gusts. Yep. Um, so that's some about some of the stuff that we were talking about earlier and some of the stuff that you were saying, like, oh, this n has never been done before. Everything is super interactable, and it's... <laughs> You know what? Take a shot every time I say the words really cool. Uh, 
But I would be dead. Yeah, so, you'd so be fucking, dead. So fucking cool could kill an entire bar. Yeah, if you played every podcast episode. Yeah, you'd you'd kill us in the first five minutes. But it was masterful the way they did that. I love being able to interact with everything in the world, even if I don't really go and do anything about it. It's just nice to do it. Mm. And I, may I say something please. about the open world? Um. And this is this is like because I haven't played it. I don't know if this is a hundred percent accurate because I'm still very early in the game. But like, just from where I'm at, my like one issue with this open world is I feel there's so much stretch of land where there isn't really anything. Like it's very empty, and I know it's supposed to be, but it's like almost too empty. And I'm just kind of like, all right, when will I run into something to do? <laughs> I'm bored of walking in a straight line well where uh where have you played up to are you off the great plateau yet did you get the glider yeah yeah, yeah. i got the glider i'm i flew down off the cliffy area i i know exactly what you mean it felt like that at the beginning of the game too just because you've been used to this great plateau that was kind of packed pretty densely with everything that you could encounter in the game but the the point of even the, the even in the great plateau like it just doesn't and it's honestly once again probably because the only other legend of zelda game i played was twilight princess and you yeah. know stuff like that and i don't play a lot of open world games it just to me feels even in the great plateau very empty it, it's kind of i feel like i'm like oh okay here are like four places but where's everything else yeah. But I'm sure as I go along, maybe it'll get better. Definitely. The the super expansiveness is to kind of encourage you to get the horse because that becomes a very important mechanic later in the game if you want to get fucking anything done. Um, the paraglider mm -hmm. is supposed to be one of your main modes of transport. Um, and I guess I have gone Yume down the cliff. Absolutely. Isn't it fun? It's it feels good. Um, I mean, I only died using it like three times. But I'm doing I'm fine, really. It's, it's so good when you when you run out of stamina with the paraglider, and you're like seventy five feet off the ground. Oh god, it's ridiculous. Uh, unlike many previous Zelda games, Breath of the Wild does not enforce a specific order in which quests or dungeons have to be solved. Very with, true, with the exception of completing the starting tasks on the Great Plateau. Afterwards, it is possible to challenge Ganon right after leaving the starting area, even though the game does encourage exploration in order to solve the ancient shrines and gaining uh, spirit orbs. Spirit orbs. But that didn't fucking stop the speedrun community now, did it? In order to gain additional <laughs> hearts or stamina, find useful equipment, and defeat the game's own version of Dungeons, the Divine. I mean, it's not going to stop me either. No, I really want to try that because it looks so fucking fun. You need to, anyone listening to this right now, if you need a laugh, like a really big laugh, and you've played Breath of the Wild, you need to watch a speed run of the game. And any percent speed run of Breath of the Wild will Just be the highlight of your game. Something about Breath of the Wild yeah, speed run. That sums it up pretty quick. That sums it up pretty nicely. Um, but if you go to Hyrule before you go to the Divine Beast, you actually have to fight all, uh, all the blights that you didn't. That so, sucks. Yeah, before you can challenge How does Ganon. anyone do this? I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh, I have no idea I'm about to go do it. Yeah, so it's, weird. it's rough. Um, additionally, many of the game's puzzles can also be solved in various different ways, often rewarding Link for creative solutions. 
Yes. Um, so now we've kind of we've kind of gotten through the game, you know, story wise. Sure. It wasn't a super heavy lore game, but it was just Disagree. enough. It was just enough. Well, from somebody who has played Zelda all his life. Oh, sure. You know, it's not do it. Do not it. as push, heavy. Push the push the glasses up. It's Let's not go. as heavy as the rest of them, but it was just enough for this game. Yeah. It, it seems like it was enough for you. It was yeah. like a fucking full course meal for me. I was like, this is amazing. I, yeah. I was like really, really in, digging it. Loved the story. Loved like the little ways you could discover the story. I loved it. Yeah. It was Love beautiful. It. it was a beautifully done game. Everything was right in the green for me. So I, <laughs> I mean, now we could talk about the real dumb shit for the game <laughs> because some of the puzzles, do you remember uh, in the shrines when you had to do those maze puzzles with the, the little ball? I would prefer to not remember that. <laughs> so it often rewards Link with creative solutions, right? So sometimes puzzles had two endings where you'd go and get the spirit orb, but then you could do a tiny mini puzzle within there. To get the chest, right? Yeah, to get the chest. So um, there were two of those maze puzzles in one of those, and I just remember trying to do it on the train, and it's motion activated. So it was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> uh, so I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I took my Joy-Cons off my Switch, and I turned the Joy-Con upside down. And I rolled, I t turned the entire maze upside down and I like paddled the ball into, like I played ping pong with the ball to try and get it into the thing and oh, it worked. Oh my God. Can I tell you how I did it? I, I turned it. I flew into the puzzle itself. I stasis the ball and whacked it into the, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Into the, into the create, uh, the correct place, which is an amazing thing. Cause there's no one way to solve a puzzle in this game. You know, it's not just like in Ocarina of Time where the motion blocker, the motion puzzles though. Those yeah. things suck. The motion puzzles were fucking rough. Uh, you know, what was also rough. Uh, the hammer golf puzzles. Excuse You've me. never done those? Like no. the one where you had to put the, the stone ball on the, the pedestal. Oh yeah. And you had to stasis it and you had to whack <laughs> oh, it with the yeah. hammer. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't like oh, that. Oh God. You? I hated those. Um, but they were really cool. There it is. There it is. Take a Take shot. a drink. If you're still alive, take a drink. Um, but it just, it just showed you there's <laughs> yeah, I mean, sorry, sorry, Puma. Um, but it's just no one way to solve it. There's no one solid way to solve a puzzle. And it was just such a creative and pretty game. <laughs> you know, it was just fun from start to finish, except when I lost my royal claymores all the time because I used to use them. A oh, lot. boy. Um, uh, can I talk about a, an aspect of the game I like a lot? Yes, please. And I am going to in include one of my favorite locations in this because it's the first time I saw this person. Um, I really like the uh, the monster guy that shows up at night and sells you stuff. What's he's a good dude. I don't remember what his name was, but uh, he's the guy in the the fucking creepy Howl's Moving Castle esque yes. machine. Yeah. Oh my god, so did I cool. love him? And I saw him for the first time in Luralin Village, which is my favorite yep. my favorite location in the game. It's did nice you uh, love the music? Peaceful lakeside, you know, yeah. fishing village. So cute. Love it. It's. Did you get the uh, the Darkling costume? I did. Good. I did. I got that the Darkling costume, and it gets it buffs your stealth and it makes you faster at night. 
Yeah, and everyone you talk to thinks you're a monster, which yeah, is really, great. really cool. Uh, and that also that also is another thing in Zelda. Armor bonuses, like full set armor bonuses. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Good, it's a good thing to I have. I didn't really have much to say about that, but it was um, cool. <laughs> but it, it has something to do with our next section, which yeah. is cooking. We went over cooking a little bit. Um, the new feature included in Breath of the Wild is cooking, which enables the creation of food that recovers hearts or bestows various effects to Link. Uh, meals are cooked up by broiling up to five edible materials at cooking pots, such as meats, berries, fruits, or herbs. Elixirs uh, or mushrooms. Or mushrooms. Um, elixirs can also be in mixed by including various monster parts in various recipes. Yeah. Depending on chosen recipes uh, and ingredients, Link's health will be replenished and or he will receive effects such as elemental resistance for fire... Um, for like heat resistance, fire, uh, fire, cold, and electricity. Yes. Uh, additional stamina or hearts, temporary, of course, or buffs to his defense, attack, or stealth. Yeah. So I used to, um, towards the end of my playing Breath of the Wild every goddamn day for my entire life. Um, <laughs> I remember that you. Yeah. I do remember that you. I would farm, uh, I'd farm Lionels, which are the, the big bad lion centaurs. Um, and I'd farm their swords, I'd farm their shields and their bows. So you're, you're getting materials from them. Yes. Right. So, uh. Did you sell any of those materials? You could sell them, but I didn't. I Would collected... it make you Lionel Richie? <sighs> Man. How do your muscles feel, Zach? They good? I, I think so. Why? Because that was a, that was a stretch. I don't think it was. It was a real nice one. Okay. A real nice stretch. Okay. <laughs> I heard the crickets from here. <laughs> All right, okay. Get your gold here, people. It was good. This is ridiculous. Yeah, the gold comes from the oh, shops. I'll be in my trailer. Uh, <laughs> I I do appreciate you. Uh, <laughs> but, I don't know about that. But yeah, so you could. Uh, <laughs> I so you could. I don't know. If they were I talking know. about themselves or you. I don't know. Either way, I really don't know, and I really like the vagueness of it. <laughs> I'm just gonna let that one hang always, by itself. You can always count on rain for that. <laughs> anytime, boys. Anytime. But, yeah. So when I was fighting, when I was fighting Lionels, you have to boost your attack with with these specific dishes, and it made fights so much easier. It makes boss fights so much easier. God, did it make Thunderblight so much easier? Because <sighs> if if you didn't boost up during Thunderblight. Ooh, baby, prepare yourself. You got zapped in place and dropped your shit. Oh, my God. I would go on record and say Thunderblight was the hardest boss in the whole game. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Calamity Ganon was disappointingly easy. Disappointingly easy, easy right? at that point. Like, if you'd, like, ground and, like, were yeah. a god, like, it was, like, kind of dumb. Like I mean, Calamity Ganon was basically just a combination of all of them. Sure. You know? Um, shall we talk about equipment and durability? Yes. Okay. Link can equip a vast variety of different equipment in Breath of the Wild, including weapons, bows, arrows, shields, and armor. Right. We forgot to talk that there are different arrow types in this game. Yes. Which is also very Zelda. Well, uh, there's, there's been multiple arrow types in pretty much all the Zeldas. Yes, that's why I just said it was very Zelda. If you could just roll the tape back on that. I did not hear that part. Okay. <laughs> uh, allowing for adaptation to the ever-changing environment of Hyrule and tactics used by different enemies. Notably, all weapons, bows, and shields found in the game will break after a certain amount of hits. 
This new durability system often forces, forces Link to use equipment salvaged from his enemies, even weak ones, instead of just wielding the best sword available in the game, which is the Master Sword, which you have to find in Korok Forest, which you have to go through the fucking Lost Woods to get Master it to. Master Sword isn't even the best sword in the game anymore, boys! Uh, one hit obliterator is that it? Uh, one hit obliterator is like uh, oh, it, technically I guess that is the best weapon in the game, but yeah. it you know it's not usable outside of the trial that you use it in. That's true. Um, but the best weapon in the game is the Royal Guard Claymore that you find inside Hyrule. Uh, you can find it with a durability boost of up to ninety two. That's big. It's big. It's but there's a big only one sword. Uh, you can, you can go back and get it. It respawns. Like, it's, it's just like a, a normal run-of-the-mill weapon in terms of respawn, but you can uh -huh. go back and fucking get uh, it. Equipment, uh, that has not been used at all and thus sustained no damage is indicated by a sparkle on the top right corner of its icon in the inventory screen. So everything tells you, hey, we're sparkly and shiny and new. Equipment that is close to breaking, however, will have a flashing red icon and a brief notification will appear whenever it is about to break and then subsequently breaks. Yes. Uh, you get that notification after roughly six swings. Yeah. Uh, it, the weapons are made of butter in Seems this like game. like you're very, very, very upset about I'm that. very upset about that. Uh, because, oh, well, actually, thinking about it, considering how many weapons there were to pick up in the game, okay, fine. <laughs> but at the same time, just... Don't give us that many weapons and make the ones last longer. You know, oh, no. like I, I hate, <laughs> I hate getting caught in a mob of enemies, having my weapons break, and then having to kill one barehanded, and somehow salvage his weapon to kill the rest of them. You know, that's why I like getting the master sword, and that's why the master sword isn't the best sword in the game because it's one that doesn't fucking break. It just times out for ten minutes at a time. Um, what a mood. Same hat. Yeah. If only imagine, imagine like you just like you do eight things in a day, and you're just like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> mood. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to do that, but I wake up and I need to like take ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> so it's a very interesting mechanic. I would really love the ability to repair weapons, like a weapon repair, like a portable weapon repair. Kinda, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like Witcher. That'd be nice, like, so I don't have to pick up another stick whenever when my stick breaks. Stick. You know, this stick is oh. sentimental. No, I mean, I'm using the stick. It, it would be good in a pinch, you know, like a weapon repair kit. Yeah. Sure. Uh, like, or like a blacksmith character. Yeah, blacksmith character yeah. in towns, and then like a portable kit for like an emergency. I would love. Well, I would have loved like something like that in Goron City. Yeah. Or an ability to upgrade your weapons. That'd be cool. Makes sense. You know, do you know what I really fucking loved? To like, um, the champions, by the way, when you beat all of yes. the divine beasts, yes, they true. have their own weapons. Uh, they have their own very specific weapons, and they are so fucking cool. And then you can go to, um, why did I forget the name of the town? It's the town that you get your house. Uh, Ateno Village. Ateno Village? Yeah. Hot, Ateno. Hot, hot No Village, yes. Um, so you get there and you can buy a house from the greatest construction company in the universe. Volson. Volson's construction company. Uh, yes. Volson is my boy. I would die for Volson. Side quest. Yeah, I would die for Volson. Um, so long story short, you can buy a goddamn house. You could own a uh, own property. Yeah, it's in crazy. The breath of the wild universe. 
It's the closest I'll come to buying a house. Yeah. So I'm very excited about Are that. If I could walk up to a landlord and be like, here's 50 pieces of wood and $3,000. Yeah. Can I own this house now? It's like, um, sure. Please don't <laughs> kill me. <laughs> uh, I, I also think that I, we've neglected to mention that once you beat all of the Divine Beasts, you also get special abilities granted to you by the chain. Yes, which is really cool. Really you know, great. You know how it, it's, for people who haven't played this, but they've played like Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask, it's similar to like Din's Fire, Furore's Wind, Nairu's Love. It's, it's, you know, specific to characters in the game. And for those of you who have no idea what he just said, so uh, if you beat the, uh, if you beat the, the water one, you get kind of like... If you're here, you've played the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, hold on. Are you sure about that? Yes, absolutely. So. <laughs> uh, Colton, got... I'm right here. <laughs> you played Twilight Princess. We've got Veruda. Oh, wow. I played it when it first came out, Colton. You think I remember what happened? Uh, the, the, the water Zora one is when you die or die quote unquote you kind of get rezzed at full health with temporary yeah health. it's like a, a fairy in a bottle Meef is grace yeah yeah and then you have Rivali's gale which is you the, unfortunately it is the most useful fucking one of all of them and it comes from the Why worst say fucking unfortunately because it comes from the worst fucking champion uh so Why would you say fury, that? But whatever Urbosa's Fury is fantastic. Bird Sasuke deserves to be Bird Sasuke. <laughs> I I found myself That's using Revali's Gale like almost every like every five seconds. Yeah, you let him live. He's doing his best. Uh, uh, unfortunately, Ganon didn't. You uh, get, uh, so ouch. You get uh, Daruk's <laughs> protection, which I wish I had protection from that joke. Um, and every time it, every time it uh, starts, it, it, it every time it re. Uh, Re-ups, you know. Uh, you basically cooldown. get three free hits. Three free uh, hits that don't damage you, but damage your enemies. Yes. And Urbosa's Fury, obviously the best one. AoE, multiple hit, lightning effect. Awesome, great. Yeah, it does a lot. It's big damage. Uh, you can do it three times before it has to recharge, which yeah. is really cool. And the recharge time is only like 10 minutes. It's nothing crazy. Like Yeah, and then if you bought the DLC, uh, you get the you get all the other shrines that you have to go to. You get the, the Master Sword Trials, which are really cool. And you get the Master Cycle Zero, but you also get the which ability, is a motorcycle, which is a literal, which you can ride instead of a horse. It's a Sheikah motorcycle that you can call with your Sheikah slate. It's so cool, man. It was intended to be kind of like Link's Divine Beast, almost. Yeah, almost. It, it's it, it's like uh, it's got a horse on it. It's got a horse it's as the dope. head. It's so fucking. It's got brake lights, man. What other vehicle in the goddamn Zelda universe has brake lights? You need to know that Link is merging. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That always really got me. Why does it have brake lights? But anyway, um, I I really really enjoyed the fact that you could upgrade the powers uh, in the DLC. You could really upgrade the the powers to do so much better. Daruk's, sure. You upgraded the cooldown of Daruk's protection. You upgraded the cooldown of um. You upgraded the cooldown of all of them, but. It upgraded the power as well, you know, and it was just, just so good. You know, Mifa's Grace being ready every five minutes was pretty yeah, good. It's pretty clutch, yeah. Very clutch. Uh, another great way that you could upgrade your equipment, one of my favorite um, uh, mechanics in the game were the great fairies. 
Great fairies were amazing. Very cool. You'd find them, you'd have to pay a certain amount of rupees to awake them, and then if you had a certain amount of materials, you could upgrade your armor for it to do better stealth or more, normally more defense in some way, but it'll normally make the effect better. And they're just so much fun. They're hilarious. They're adorable. Yeah. And the the animations are hilarious, depending oh, yeah. on how far you go up the uh, upgrade chain. It's so good. And then there was that one fake out Greek fairy that was like a horse spirit that if your horse died, you could bring it back to life. Yes. That was pretty cool. I really, I you know, I really could have used that because th- that's another thing. Your horse can die. Your horse can die. Your horses can die. And that made me so upset when you it can first name happened them, to me. And then they can and die. And then they can die. <laughs> so bad i remember my the first time i saw my horse die i was getting pelted by god by bobbikins on horseback and i was at um i was near kakariko village i was like right at the the part where you leave kakariko village and you first encounter bobbikins with uh arrows but since i was playing on master mode which is the new game plus they were the white bobbikins which are the really powerful ones Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to get the fuck out of there, and my horse, I got, got knocked off my horse, they shoot my horse, and it runs off the cliff! Oh, no. I was like, no! <laughs> oh. Rip. 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 Rest in pepperonis, oh. man. I don't know why. Rip. 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 Pepperoni Colton's it, first horse. It was so good, and I worked so hard to get that horse. But That's tragic, man. It is very tragic. And I was very upset. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I'm I'm out of ideas. I'm sure you could probably take us out of here. I could. Uh, Rain, talk about Breath of the Wild. I want to hear what your experience is. Okay, so I'm not far in the game, so I can't talk much. I can I can say what I do know. Um, a, I really love the cooking mechanic. Yeah, and it's I fun. really do mean. That is the selling point of what got me to play this game. It's pretty good. Like, wow. It's a pretty good mechanic. That's I huge. really I, hope they keep it in all the other Zeldas. I really, I looked at it and, and like, I don't know, like I'm with Legend of Zelda. I feel like I'm really picky because I've tried to play a few of the games and like they just, I didn't like them. But with this game, I was like, oh no, I don't know. I don't really know. I'm not really sold. And then someone said something about 100%ing the recipes. And I was like, what do you mean? What, what do you mean? Recipes. What do you mean about that? And they're like, you can cook. And I was like, all right, I'm sold. Give me the game. Yeah. Give it to me. Have you picked up a pot lid yet that you could use as a shield and you can use a ladle as a sword? No, not yet. So fun. So funny. Um, But the cooking mechanic is really cool and I really hope it persists because I, as much as I love the old Zelda way of just going and collecting hearts from your enemies, you know, it got boring after a while, you know? but I feel like this is a little more like real. I don't want to say realistic. Yeah, realistic. Like, you're right. I know what you mean. It's, it's, like it's. I just I don't know to like because it was like I remember the old ones and you could like cut the grass and you can get like rupees and stuff and it's not like that in this game. Yeah, and, and I, if you cut I the like grass, you that. do actually get. I like that change. You do actually lot. get stuff if you cut the grass, though. Um, if oh, like you don't get like rupees anymore, right? No, you get um, you get like uh, sometimes you can find a rupee that's just hidden amongst the grass, uh, but that's very rare. Uh, you can unearth uh, iguana or the lizards. You can unearth the crickets or the bugs. I do like the lizards. And every now and then you'll find yourself a fairy in the grass, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's true. 
you catch it, and then uh, there you go. You get yourself a fairy. So it's good for when you die. It is good for when you die. <laughs> so yeah, those are my opinions, though. That's it. Those um, are my opinions. It's pretty solid opinions. Uh, and this was really the Zelda game for people who, you know, like me I, who played Skyrim. Yeah, I made I made a joke. About, <laughs> I made a joke not twenty minutes ago that if you're here, you've played the other ones. Uh, but this was a Zelda game for people who hadn't played the other ones. And it really let a lot of other people come in and get get them used to a Zelda game in an environment that they're used to. Sure. Because it competed with uh it competed with the open world RPGs of its time. And it still does. You know, with the with Breath of the Wild 2 coming up fast, it's I I don't know, I don't even know what they're gonna do. You know, I don't Probably know if wow us again. I, I hope imagine. so, man. And now, can I just like air out a complaint now that I have? Uh, Let's do it. Now that I've just blown smoke so far up this game's ass, it's coming out its mouth. Um, I have a really deep and profound question for the writers of Legend of Zelda. Oh boy, why is King Rome? Why does he have an American accent? Zelda is British. Is she that, is gets that, her accent from her mom. Um, is that really all you? Is that the burning question? That's a burning question for me. King Rome I'm talks. glad that's your question. I wrote a question down too, but it, it yours seems more it's important. Just to answer. interesting, sure. Isn't it? It's just she's the only British one, and there are plenty of other Hylians that talk. <laughs> What I mean? King Rome's just from Dallas, Texas. I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> oh, Link, boy, you gotta go save my daughter. My boy. <laughs> my boy. <laughs> oh, it's got like a bucket of KFC. Exactly. I love it. Exactly. The, the, oh uh, the, God, the no. moonshine jug with the three X's on it. <laughs> the 10 gallon crown. Exactly. Oh, um, I love that. Yeah, I love open world games. I think that they're a lot of fun. I really enjoyed games like Horizon Zero Dawn, Ghost of Tsushima, um, everything like that where I don't, you know, I have ADHD. Tell me in what order I have to do stuff. That's great. Tell me I don't have to do anything in any particular order. And I'm like, yes. Yeah, they, they, they went very Mega Man with this where you didn't have to, you could pick which one you wanted to go do first. Yeah, it was cool. I, I really enjoyed myself. There is a recommended order, though. Uh, yeah, but, and, it's, and it's garbage, but whatever. Uh, I mean, it was more useful. Uh, <laughs> whatever. The Zoras was the easiest to do without anything first. Yeah, so. you always start with Mifa for me. Absolutely, especially considering you get to go see my favorite boy, Prince Sidon. Prince Sidon. Yeah, we, should we talk about like the kind of like the companion characters, the sur- like the surrogate heroes? Surrogate I would champions. Say. Yeah. yeah, like the so they for the Zora we got Prince Sidon, who is just he's um, he's Mifa's brother. So yeah, and Mifa when she was a lot, you know, before she when she was a champion, she was like sort of had a thing with Link. And like went off to save him and left side on behind. Yeah, that's a that's a thing with Link. I mean, he's he's after those fish ladies, man. Yeah, look, you know, whatever, you know, we're not here to judge anybody. I'm not here to judge anybody, but man, that's like every game. Yeah, every game there's Zoras in. There's some sort of fish. It happens. Um, for the Rito, we actually get a guy by the name of Teba, who is yes. relatively unimportant. Um, he's he's cool though. He's a lot more tolerable than Rivali. He's the one that teaches you how to how to like glide. Stop, yeah. stop uh, when yeah. you like if you're falling and you pull your bow, uh, like time kind of slows down. Yeah, 
that's what he chooses. Um, he's uh he's like the the grizzled old like uh I've been trying to take this down for years. Yeah, he's like a hunter of some kind. Yeah. He's really cool. I enjoyed Teba. He's um, the he's very Hanzo from Overwatch. He's like, like uh, I can't remember the name of the Goron, but I remember him being like super like I'm very scared and yeah. timid. And, but he's got Daruk's power of uh, protection and. Yeah. His whole arc is he's just this big, rough and tough Goron, but he's just a scaredy cat and he's never done anything about it. And his whole arc is I have to learn to overcome my fear and help the champion fulfill his duty. We truly do love to see it. I think yeah. his name is like Funobo or something like that. I yeah. Bonobo, um, I think. Bonobo, maybe. Yeah. That's the monkey, I think. I don't know. I don't I'm, know. I'm gonna look Help me out because uh, I'm going to talk about best girl Riju from the. Oh, the yeah. Like a child queen, a child chief, but so takes small, no shit. Takes no shit. Has a cool ass lady bodyguard with a big sword. Um. Oh yeah. Well, in order to go talk to her, you you have to do one of the best, coolest parts of Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, which is you have to dress like a lady to get inside Gerudo Town. <laughs> That's the first for the games. <laughs> I really and that was like that was the selling point for a lot of people. It's awesome. It's hilarious. It's amazing. I loved Gerudo Town. I loved being in those outfits. They had the special dyes, and you could get them in different colors. Yeah, it was so cool. Um, I really enjoyed Rishu with the Patricia, the Sand Seal. Unobo is his name. Unobo. I know it was an Obo. Something yeah. going on. Um, yeah, so you kind of link experiences basically to realities over a hundred years. Yeah. And he's he's almost like raising the next champions. You know, he's kind of like, it's super weird because he's the champion coming back and he doesn't really know that because at this point he still doesn't have his memories mm -hmm. but they're slowly coming back to him at the same time he's also going and recruiting these new champions and he doesn't <laughs> even know it and it's just so cool like there it all, is. <laughs> it, yeah, just the, I, the, the, four stories smile on his face. Four stories overlap at one time and they all layer on top of each other and just run the same track and you can watch them all unfold at the same time. We've covered a lot of video games that I really like. If the uh, people in the audience are going to listen to me one time, it's when I say I, I hope it's when I say play Breath of the Wild. It's you don't even need to know anything else about Zelda. It's <laughs> I sure didn't. <laughs> you don't. It's it's in a very strange position where it doesn't fit into the timeline as we know it. And it's kind of like its own thing. There actually is a short little section about that. Yes, please. Uh, no, Zelda is notorious for its fucked up timelines. Like, they are... They're a mess. <laughs> Placement. <laughs> yeah, where the fuck is this game? The plot of Breath of the Wild directly refers to events that take place 10,000 years and 100 years prior to the game's setting. Before the game's release, Eji Anuma, uh, I'm definitely butchering this person's name, I'm That's so right. sorry, uh, revealed that the Breath of the Wild takes place after Ocarina of Time. In an interview following the game's release, they touched on the idea that details of the history of Hyrule may have changed from previous games, similar to how real-world history books have are often revised. Spicy! Yeah. Ooh, okay. Sorry. Uh, I just really liked that. Uh, the Breath of the Wild takes place in the most recent age, long after the previous games. Uh, da -da -da -da. 
uh, clarified that though Breath of the Wild does take place somewhere on the timeline, its exact placement has not been decided as definitively placing it during the development might limit their ability to further develop the story. Exactly. So it's almost like it's too far removed from the traditional Zelda timeline to be a part of it. Um, and that's ridiculous. That really is insane because this is the first time we're seeing that. And, um, I, I really, well, I had something, you, you were saying something about history books and having it revised. Um, yeah. You want me to reread that? Yeah. If you could, cause I, I had something about that. Uh, touched upon the idea that details of the history of Hyrule may have changed from previous games, similar to how real-world history books are yeah. often revised. Okay, so that basically means that it could fit into the timeline eventually. This could be the Ocarina of Time, the next Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time was a jump into the future when mm -hmm. it came out, and Ocarina of Time kind of split off into these other branches of Zelda lore. Yeah. And Breath of the Wild has the potential to do that as well. There is a great video by Brian David Gilbert over at Polygon, if anybody is interested, of the Zelda timeline. It is very funny and also very informative. Yeah, the Zelda timeline is fucked. Um, so it's interesting that they said that it's right after, well, that it's after Ocarina of Time because there is a direct mention as to what's uh what proves that that when uh when they say that ganon shed his human form uh sure. that he was a gerudo king yeah and that was the first time we had seen ganon as a gerudo king uh and it's yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i i could go on for fucking days about that i know you could how, I how really are we could. doing however we can't uh we as a unit cannot because we're about at the hour and change mark does uh, uh anybody have any wrap-up uh yeah. thoughts or stop questions? me before i get I, out of hand i have i have a question actually Please? and um this is it's kind of related uh so Considering our podcast is called the Triforce Podcast, is someone going to tell me, uh, so which reincarnation are we? Oh Who are you guys? Power. Who am I? Easy. Like, out of the um, three? Rain, so you're definitely wisdom, Zach, or courage. Easy. Is that, is that, is that gender normative, though? Is that, like, no. you know, like, is what are, you, what are your thoughts on that? I am uh, not a very courageous person. I am probably one of the, one of the least courageous. Okay, yeah, but at the same time. <laughs> I don't know who those all link up to. Like, am I Zelda? Is that what yeah. I'm getting at? Yes, you'd be Zelda. There, yeah. um, and I'll tell you exactly why. Because you always keep everything on track. You are definitely the brains of this podcast oh, by <laughs> an enormous margin. And Somebody if anyone's going to be the fucking fair. wizard in our party, it's you. That's fair. He's got he's got something he's got something approaching. And not that. only that, but Zelda turns into Sheik, and Sheik is a badass Sheik rogue. Sheik is great. So there you go. You're our rogue wizard. Done. Yeah, that's Works. seems to be all right. And all Zach, right. Oh, I'm I'm expecting I could see you with the broadsword and shield. You say you're not a courageous person, yet you're here. Yet you do all the stupid shit that I rope everyone into. I've roped the both of you into my absolute nightmare world. I'm definitely the Triforce of Power. You're definitely, you two, Ganon, yeah. You two are trying to combat the stupidity that is me. Oh wow! All right, look. You cannot make me have to keep Colton somewhere for a hundred years. Blow my brain Can out. you imagine being alone with Colton? 
nothing else. Be like, just destroy the world. I no. Don't care. <laughs> no, no, there's no entertainment. You just have to talk to him for a hundred <laughs> years. 365. I lived with for a while. And like, I didn't have to see him all the time, you know, because we had different schedules. So I feel like, you know, like, oh yeah, like that was okay. But I think a hundred years of just straight. This is it. It's just a void and me. A month before I leave. <laughs> I give you eleven minutes. Like you guys gotta find some new champions real fast. I can't hold on much longer. Me, Zach, please, no sleeping for a hundred years. I'm not doing it. Oh man! So that's that's our Triforce breakdown. If yeah. you ask me, that's us for sure. I love it. Listen, uh, I think it's I think it's very fitting that we finally got to do some some Legend of Zelda. Yeah, it's only it's what only a, over a year a year and change, then, right? Yeah, but I mean, Legend of Zelda. Ever since I met you, I've known that it's extremely important to you. It's it's marked Tattooed on my body on you, forever. It's all over this room, and you know what? I'm just I'm just glad that you that this game was everything it was supposed to be for you. It was, and Zelda having such a an important role in my life having this as just the the new birth of the game man zelda just continues to impress and i really am thankful for that because at least one game series of my life has to <laughs> you know i mean mario is a simple fucking thing mario is mario you can't fuck up mario Star Are you Fox? Sure about that? Yeah. Are you entirely sure You know what? I'm going to redact my statement. You can fuck up Mario. It's difficult, <laughs> but you can fuck up Mario. Mm-hmm. Um, Star Fox has been a disappointment since 2006, uh, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, Halo was a disappointment with five. You know, those are my other big... Wrong wrong podcast. I know, but those are my big ones. Zelda has never disappointed me yet. And uh, not even like Minish Cap, not even like Minish Cap? Spirit Train, not even like oh, Four Swords Adventures. I like the Wind Waker timeline. No, I do too, but the critics don't. <laughs> the critics can eat my entire ass. <laughs> you know well, you heard mean? it here first, folks. <laughs> Anyone who's ever critiqued the Legend of Zelda series, line up. Thank you yeah, very much. Absolutely, Zach, you're gonna Take like a number. Zach, you're gonna like this one. The critics didn't like Pacific Rim either. So uh Oh my god. <laughs> That was specifically um, for Zach. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in mm-hmm. to this week's podcast. Yo, can someone say something else? I don't want to end on that. <laughs> no. No, no. I have one uh, last thing. That, that is your closing statement. That cannot be the closing I statement. I have one last thing we can end on. Uh-huh. Yeah! Yeah! God, I want to die. Anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Tune in next week where we will talk about something else. Yes. No. Hey, we planned this one. We will. We will plan it this time. We did plan this one, though. So this is, this is a check in the wind column for us. Right? Hello? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. 
Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.